0: Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. Um, This is the first official episode of Book Story Gal. Welcome. Welcome to this podcast. It's made with a lot of love and a lot of dedication. And I hope you guys enjoy it. This first episode is very personal because it's my own story. It's the story of how I met my husband and how... We went from friends to lovers and how I moved from my home country to the United States. And uh, I hope you guys like it because this is my own story. And here we go. This was the World Cup in 2014. I love soccer. I've always loved soccer and I feel like a lot of other Brazilians do as well yes i'm from rio de janeiro brazil and i was very excited about the world cup um i could not go to any games i couldn't buy any tickets but fifa did something that was very nice very interesting they put this huge tv screens on the beach and it was fifa fan fest so they had like those little tents with activities and stuff to do and you could buy beer you could have drinks you could hang out with people and since it was the world cup obviously there was people from all over the world not only in my city but all the other cities in brazil but obviously i'm going to talk about my city my own experience i was in my first year of college so it's that moment of your life that you're going out most and you're meeting new people so it was two things that i was very excited about hanging out with people and uh, i studied international relations so having people from other countries was also very interesting to me and soccer which is is my favorite sport is one of my favorite sports ever um actually it's the favorite but don't tell other sports and yeah, so what happened is that one specific game that I don't want to talk much about that part, we can just skip that part. Brazil lost and let's just say that it was very bad and very humiliating because it was in our own country. And thank God I was not at FIFA Fan Fest that specific game. But I had a friend over and she's from she's from Brazil, but she was living in France for quite a long time. And she wanted to go to Copacabana, which is where the FIFA Fan Fest was to see because she did not have the opportunity to see it in the previous days. And I was telling her like, no, you're crazy. We just lost. Everybody said everybody's depressed. All the other people from the other countries are going to be making fun of us. This is not a good idea. And she would tell me, but hey, I live in France and I'm going to go back there very soon so please let's go and she was in my house so i felt bad and i was like okay let's go dramatic as i am i was wearing all black and i was very depressed but it was fun we sat down we started talking to people we met a group of friends uh not our friends uh, they were friends and we met them they were not from brazil they were from different places and uh, we started chatting with them and it was very interesting and they were mentioning that they had that there was this one other guy that is part of their group but they couldn't find him and since he lost his phone in the previous days they couldn't contact him now we're gonna give a little pause right here to say the other side of the story so aldo spoiler alert this is my husband but yes aldo he had planned this trip to brazil with his friends and his friends family they were going from the united states from chicago to brazil to watch the world cup and they invited aldo aldo said yes obviously let's go i'm down but what happened is that they didn't know the friends didn't know that they needed a pass uh, not a passport they needed a visa to go from the United States to Brazil so they didn't have a visa and they figured out that they needed two days before the trip so they couldn't go and Aldo he had the option to go because he has dual citizenship Um, he's Mexican he's a Mexican citizen and also an American citizen so Mexicans are not required a visa to go to Brazil so he was able to come His friends gave their okay and they were like, yeah, just go, don't lose your money, just go. And he went to Brazil by himself. And the first day he lost his phone, um, someone pocket from his uh, pocket when he was in the middle of a crowd. And he was friends with these other guys from the Airbnb, from the hostel that he was staying at. So they were hanging out together, but they were not really friends And that specific day, he lost them. He couldn't find them. And obviously, he didn't have a phone to call them. Okay, going back to me, uh, my part of the story, which is what I can tell, obviously. But uh, the moment they told me they were looking for this guy, I was like, okay, all right. I mean, yeah, sure. But I was thinking, they're never going to find this guy there's just so many people in here. You guys are going to find him when you go back to the hostel. So we decided to go eat something. And we were walking to this small place to eat. And crossing the street, they were like, hey, what's up? And it was the person they were looking for. This guy, which was Idol. And then he looked at me and my friend. And he was like, hey, what are you guys doing? Who are you? And we introduced ourselves. He introduced himself. And we started talking. Uh, He told me that he was born in the U.S., but his family is from Mexico. And he was telling me stories about Chicago and how he loves Chicago. And I just thought he was really interesting. And I wasn't interested romantically in him. I wasn't attracted to him, but I thought he was a very interesting person. He was, uh, he was funny, he was smart, so that to me was very, very interesting. We were eating, and by the time I had to go back home, because I lived very far from this place that the FIFA Fan Fest was, um, for some reason, my phone wasn't working or something like this, and he obviously, he didn't have a phone, so we couldn't add each other on social media, and he wrote down his email on a napkin, and he said... If you still remember me, tomorrow, add me. And I took the napkin and I put it in my pocket and I went home. So I took off my clothes and I put them to wash with the paper, with the napkin inside of it. The next day, I completely forgot about it. The clothes were drying. I grabbed my shorts and I felt something weird in the pocket. And when I took it off, I was like... Oh my gosh, I forgot this guy's email right here. Oh, but weird, I can still read it. I thought it would be lost forever, but I can still read it. So I guess I should add him on Facebook. And I added him and we started chatting. But something that I felt a lot at the moment is because there's this thing that sometimes foreigners, they think that Brazilian girls are easy. And because of Samba, or because of our culture, or I don't know, because of the things we wear. We are easy girls, and it's easy to just kind of like go out with us and do whatever they want. And that is not true whatsoever. So I didn't know his expectations. I didn't know if he had second intentions. I didn't know if he was a foreigner trying to like just hang out in a double sense of the word hang out with a brazilian girl so i didn't give him much attention because i was scared that he would ask me to go out and he was one of those guys that i did not want him to be you're interesting you're funny i don't want to figure it out that you're just one of those so yeah he invited me to go out i said no but we kept on chatting and he eventually went back to the united states and i kept on living my life but Eventually, I gave him my phone number. I felt more comfortable because he wasn't even in my country anymore. So I felt comfortable. Worst case scenario, I can always delete him. So yes, we started talking. And it's funny because within a year, there is not a single day that we did not chat. We literally talked every single day during a whole year and uh, we started sharing a lot of things about our day by day our routine the things i was doing in college what i was studying how was everything going and he's a chef so he would talk about things of the restaurant and send me pictures of the dishes he was making and we would share each other's um culture like how my country is what do we do what are our traditions and he would do the same for both mexico and the u.s and that was very interesting after a year he said hey uh my niece she's gonna have her first communion and it's gonna be mexico you want to go and i was like <laughs> yeah right my parents they are extremely extremely overprotective um this is not a bad thing i love my parents but they would hardly ever let me go anywhere by myself, even though I was already 18 and at that time already 19. But they were very overprotective and I was like, there's no way that my parents are going to let me go to Mexico to a whole different country alone to admit this guy that I met once at the beach crossing the street during the World Cup. This is just crazy. But and I had my own money. I was working at a time. I had my own money, but I knew I knew if you're a Latino, you know that it doesn't matter if you're overage, if you're over 18, you used to have to ask your parents permission to do stuff. So, yeah. And I asked them and in the beginning they were like, "Are you serious? Is that what you want to do?" And i was like yes i really want to go this guy is very interesting he's mexico it's such an interesting country i would love to go and uh although he put his family to talk to my family his mother his sisters so my parents could see who they were that they were normal people regular people that it was not a scam it was not a catfish or anything like that and that it could give them a little bit more of peace of mind. So my parents were like, okay, if you want to go, you go. And I was shocked because for me to go to a different state by myself, they would have totally said no. But for some reason, they said yes. And I went, maybe that's crazy. He could have been a serial killer that hired that lady, that adorable old lady to pretend as his mom. But no, nope, it was not. It was all true. And uh, he was coming from a trip to Europe. And it was nice because he had so many stories to tell. So many things to share. And uh, I was introduced to all of his family. To cousins, uncles, everyone. And I got to experience the culture of Mexico. Which I fell in love immediately. And during the trip, yes, that's the first time after a year... That I saw him as something other than just a friend, something other than just this nice guy that is interesting. Because to be honest with you, even when I traveled, I had no intention, no, uh, I just didn't think nothing would happen. I just thought we would be friends and hang out and it would be cool. But we were in this party with all of his siblings and his cousins and it was a very nice club a very nice place very i I just thought it was very fancy maybe it's not but at the time i thought it was very fancy and he pulled me to a side and i noticed that he was looking at me the same way i was looking at him so that was our first kiss and from there we kind of became I wouldn't say boyfriend and girlfriend because we knew that we would be apart. We knew we would be a long distance relationship and none of us wanted that. But we liked each other and we wanted to somehow be in a relationship. So we decided that I would be we would be there for each other but we were not each other's girlfriend and boyfriend respectively. So I went back to Brazil and we kept on talking. We kept on talking every single day after those two weeks in Mexico. And he would always ask, how was my day doing? And how what was I doing? And good night and good morning. But not in a very cringy way. It was it was just nice. It was just, hey, how are you doing? And I was doing the same thing. So we decided that we needed to see each other again. And I had the opportunity to go to Dallas to visit him because at the time he was living in Dallas and uh, I went to Dallas to visit him and it was super nice. We, It was such a good time and I was falling in love for him. At that point, I was already in love with him and I wanted to be his girlfriend, but I was scared that it wouldn't work. So next vacation that he had... He went to Brazil and he talked to my parents and we were kind of official but not really because I knew his parents, he knew my parents, he knew my family, I knew his family. We were literally travel back and forth to see, we were traveling back and forth to see each other but we were not official so I went back to Dallas after he came to brazil and when i went back to brazil from the, my second trip to dallas which i stayed a little longer i stayed a, um, something like two months three months because i was on vacation so when i went back i kind of told him hey i like him we cannot be like this we have to define what we are And he was telling me, but I don't want to be in a long distance relationship. I did not have good experiences with that in the past. And I told him, I I can totally see that, but we are literally doing this for three years. And we only see each other, or at least that's what you tell me. So we got to make it official. So he went to Brazil for the second time and we made it official. He was my boyfriend and I was his girlfriend. But still, every time he left, it was just so sad. I still remember so well how sad he used to be every time he left or every time I left. And I knew I would have to wait another six months and save money for another six months just to be right next to the person I loved. And when he was going back to, to the United States, he was at the airport and he was about to go into his gate and I told him "Uh, um, I love you I had told him actually a few weeks before and he did not reply me he told me he will reply whenever he was ready so at that day at the airport when he was going inside the gate he told me I love you too and it was the first time he said that and he said I mean it I really do mean it and we were thinking, what can we do to be together? We cannot keep on doing that. We cannot keep on doing that. So I already had a trip to Dallas again to be with him for another another three months for my vacation. And uh, when I was there, uh, at this point, I was already 21 years old, 22 years old. And it was New Year's, New Year's. And I was going back to Brazil In January, like mid-January, and during New Year's, he was to tell his family that we wanted to be together and we wanted to be in a serious relationship. And eventually, we would get married, but at that moment, we were telling his family, and we've been dating for a long time, and his parents knew that, his family knew that, but he just wanted to make it more official. I did not expect anything, but he went down on his knees and he proposed to me in front of everybody on New Year's Day. And it was just so nice. I wasn't expecting that at all. I did not see that coming at all. He proposed to me and I was so happy. I was so excited. And I said yes, even though I never saw myself getting married even especially young but i was so happy and i just said yes and the next day we called my parents and we told them hey i'm engaged and i just want to ask for your blessing and they loved him they spent so much time with him too when he went to brazil to visit and they were just like yes of course we give you our blessing But they were like, what are you doing? You're going to stay. What are you going to do? And I told them our plan was to get married and start the application for the green card so I could stay in the United States with him. Because that's what we needed. We needed to be together. It was already four years of that relationship that we needed to be together. We needed to be with each other. We loved each other. And... That's what happened and we stayed together, we got married and eventually we moved to Chicago and now we're here in Chicago in his city, the city that he loves so much and that I honestly and personally love so much as well. I learned how to love the city as if it was my own and we are living our life in here. We are enjoying it so much Being just me and him and building and having our own house and decorating it the way we want and just living our life. Currently, we are married for three years, so it's been great. We have our ups and downs, of course, like every single couple, but it has been great. He is an awesome man. He is the love of my life. He is very nice, very gentle, very understanding. He respects me. He's not jealous. He is just the best person I could have ever met. And meeting him was definitely something almost out of a fantasy world. Our wedding was in Brazil and it was beautiful. It was beautiful. All of my friends and family were in there. All of his family traveled to Brazil to be at the wedding. And I just couldn't. more thankful for what i got in my life and we were meant to be he was not meant to be at that particular moment at that particular time but he was and i wasn't supposed to be right there either i was supposed to be at home because i didn't want to go but i went and we met each other so it was destiny telling us that we needed to be together and here we are that is my story I hope you guys like it. And I will be sharing more stories like this and uh, inspiring stories, stories about overcoming fears, overcoming obstacles and just good things to make our mental health, I would say, just to make us feel better, have a better state of mind. And I really hope you guys like it. This, I shared with all of my heart. This is truly (laughs) my story. And uh, I wanted it to be the first one because I want you guys to know a little more about me. And uh, eventually you're going to know more. I'm going to start telling more things about me, more details. But I just wanted it to be the first one so you feel closer to me. And yes, that is it. Once again, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram is book underscore story underscore gal, book story gal. And I hope you guys like it and see you next time.